What's up, everybody? Welcome to Game On, presented by No Tokens Required. I'm Chris. I'm Caleb. And today we are talking about Uncharted, the first one, because I don't remember any other sub names. This one is Drake's Fortune. It's Drake's Fortune. I will explain. Developed by Naughty Dog, published by Sony Computer Entertainment. Say that again. Developed by Naughty Dog. Welcome welcome to Late Night Video Game Talk. I'm your host, Chris, and and as always with me is Caleb. <laughs> oh. Hello, everybody. What is going on? Thank you so much for tuning in today. Yes, this was a listener request that it took us a while to get to, mainly because I had never played these games. Because I had to recover from a heart attack after hearing that he had never played such beautiful games. These games are freaking amazing. Yeah, and I give them a dog shit out of 10. What? I did not like it. Any, no? Any of it. Really? Any of it. Oh my God, bro. Yep. No, this is, I was actually just on Reddit the other day and it was like, what is a super popular franchise that you absolutely can't stand? And I could not type in Uncharted series fast enough. Really? Yep. I like nothing about them. It's Lady Laura, it's male Laura Croft. Horribly unlikable male. Like it's like a, it's like a douchebag version of Indiana Jones. Because at least Indiana Jones had the mentality of, I want to get these artifacts because they belong in a museum. Drake is just like, I don't care what I do as long as I go find these fortunes. And then like never has his fortunes because he's always looking for shit. Yeah, I know. I know. Did you beat the game? I so I I I I beat the first one. I beat the second one, and I the third one's where all the heart comes from, and then the fourth one. Oh dear Jesus! So this is my this is my thing. Just like the Daredevil series on Netflix, where everybody was like, "It gets really good at episode seven. I was like, "That means that there's sh- there's six episodes that are shit." Like you can't tell me a series is good oh, because no, it- no 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 no. I think one and two are good. <laughs> I really do. I like Drake. I I like I think they're great. I'm just saying oh. a good portion of the heart mm-hmm. like the the love uh-huh. is in the third one. Mm-hmm. And then the fourth one just makes you cringe a little bit. Yeah. But it, it's cringy because it's brotherly love. Brotherly love. Brotherly love. <laughs> but like I love these games. I know. I get it. I, 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 I get, I, it was like, I was explaining to my wife yesterday when we were talking about it, I was like, I, I, all I said was, I was like, all that is here is storytelling because the puzzles are fun, but they're not super crazy. The gunplay is crap. I hate the fight, the combat in it. Really? Yes. It's, it's stupid. It's like, it's, it's like bad so cover mechanic but you gotta say game came out in 2007 and and that's fine cover mechanics were were a new thing back then thank you gears of war yes chest high walls everywhere (laughs) yeah (laughs) i walked into this arena that is full of chest high walls i wonder what's going to happen in here and i don't hold that against it i i'm just saying but well and that's where part of my curiosity comes from too Mm -hmm. I played this game in 2007 Mm -hmm. i fell in love with the franchise in 2007 Mm mm-hmm when all of the stuff that they were doing in here, like even then, I, I will say, in 2007, the puzzles, that's the kid aspect. Right. <laughs> because and those puzzles are not like, shoot, Zelda has harder puzzles. <laughs> like, let's be real here. No, which is fine. But like the rest of the mechanics were fairly new 
for that time period. There, there were plenty of moments where I was like, oh, that was kind of fun. But a lot of it is like when you're riding in the Jeep and you got to shoot all the cars chasing you or you got to shoot down a helicopter when you're on the train. Yeah, yeah. Like there are there were moments where I was like, OK, that was kind of fun. Yeah. But like the average run and gun stuff, I didn't have a ton of fun with that. OK. And I and like I said, for me, the, the I was like, the whole reason I'm really here is the story. Yeah. And I didn't. I, you didn't like the story. I didn't like. I didn't like Drake as a character. I oh. didn't really care about the stories. I hated that they were kept bouncing back and forth between these two women. Because let me, I'll tell you this right off. Semi semi spoiler warning: If you haven't played these games, there's a woman in the first and the second one, and at the end of the second one, there's like this big moment at the very end where it's like, oh, like he's gonna settle down and not be like a ladies' man. And then the third one starts, and she's nowhere to be found. And I'm like. What are you doing? Like you had like, why are you artificially? How, how far did you get in the third one? Because they explain it. Uh, I I didn't get to the parks because so I looked up. I looked up. Yeah, yeah. And, they, and I they saw do explain. I saw that she came back, and I was like, well, he loses her because he's a douchebag. Well, yes. <laughs> like, yeah. That's, that's, <laughs> but it's explained. But what I loved about it is like you you've got this scrappy little kid mm-hmm. who. For all intents and purposes in the first one, believes <laughs> that he is an ancestor of this ancient pirate. Mm-hmm. And, 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 like, he's going to find the treasure and yeah. make it big and yeah. finally be somebody. Yeah. Like, that's what the story's all about. It's yeah. like this rising up-and-comer who then gets faced with a moral dilemma. Who's a douche. He's not a douche. He's a douche. If he's a douche, then I'm a douche. I'm not going to say that because you're my friend. <laughs> but that's what, like, me and him, our sense of humor and, and everything like that are very, very similar. Yeah. My wife <laughs> <laughs> tells me it all the time. Like, when I went back and played through these games, she's like, oh, my God. Now I understand why you like it. He is you. He is you if you were a treasure hunter. And I was like, 100%. 100 percent he's he doesn't have the back issues but right. like, he, 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 sh- he should oh my god Ugh. but like granted he's he's in his like 20s when you're um, when you're playing the first game where he's like in his 40s when yeah. you're playing like the fourth one but but still it, it, like i i liked the game because it i loved the laura croft games mm-hmm. See, and this reminded me a lot of those right but on paper like a modern version yep on paper sounds great could i did not connect with him i didn't like any of the characters i didn't like any of the story i wow. yeah <clears throat> and i will tell you something in the first one there was a moment where i literally screamed out in frustration at something that happens that they introduce towards the end of the game without any setup, without any sort of like forewarning or anything. They do something similar in the second one, but at least they introduce the thing right before they kind of explain what's going on. So I was a little bit better with it. Okay. So I didn't feel like they earned anything in this one. So, I, this is one of those times where I have to take a step back. It's kind of like the Zelda right now. I take a step back and I go, these games are not for me. And <clears throat> and I have to just take my that, ball and go home. <laughs> I think I'm noticing that more and more. Like we all have certain genres that we love. Yes. Right? Like I like these action adventure mm-hmm. games. I like JRPGs. Mm-hmm. Y- you like boring. <laughs> 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 
That was mean. I'm sorry. No, but it was funny. <laughs> you like you you like more like the survival type games. What the fuck are you talking about? I've played Fallout 3 like at least 12 times. That literally is a survival game. It's it is not a sur- surviving. It's an RPG. Apocalypse. Have you ever played Fallout 3? Yeah. Have you played Okay. I'm like no, no, no. Like because because I get this because my wife is like Fallout 4 has got a better story. I disagree. I think Fallout 3 has a better start story Fallout than, 3 has a better better story story. than Fallout yeah. 4. Yeah. I'm more interested in, in being a person who goes and looking looking for their dad who was trying to fix the world than a guy who's just looking for his kid because he doesn't understand how time works. But whatever. Yeah. Like because this is what I'm noticing. I, I care more about a fleshed out story than anything else. And if that fleshed out story, because I, I will say uh, an episode coming up for Final Fantasy 16, I f- had the same issue where I was like, everything else is mediocre and the story is terrible. And I don't like this. Yeah. Spoiler for that episode. Yeah. Basically, you know, you all know how this works. We meet together. We talk about a bunch of games in one sitting. Today is a day where Chris gets to get out a lot of his anger because he is, he, he does not like any of the games that he played. I was about to say, this is going to be a rough day. It's going to be rough. We're (laughs) going to be a rough day. We're going to be fighting and I'm going to yell a lot. (laughs) It's all right. It's all right. Get it out there, big guy. I'll still hug you afterwards. But that's just it. I but I also am, you know, self-aware enough to know yeah. that there are people who love these. My wife, my wife loves the Uncharted games. She was like, I can't believe you didn't like that. I can't believe you yeah, didn't like it. And I'm just running around the house screaming. Blah, 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 blah. <laughs> <laughs> that's how Chris sounds it's, in the off time, guys. Exactly, pretty much. But like what I'm trying to get at is I, I just don't think like this style of game, because it's not an RPG. No, this is not an RPG. This is an action adventure. But game. I liked the new Tomb Raiders because they had good storytelling. Okay. And I will, I mean, even though even though I say that I like the Uncharted, I can fully critique those. I hate the stupid quick time events that you got to do. Like you're sliding down and you got to push the button to move out of the way of the thing and stuff like that. Those were brand new too. That, right. was, that was a new thing too. I, mean, I didn't like that, but at least the story made sense. That story that, you know, the, for the first, the, I say the first Tomb Raider, but the newer ones mm-hmm. that we're talking mm-hmm. about, right? That one starts off with like, there's this Island that's got this really weird storm that nobody can explain. You've already set up crazy cool magic. It's the same thing. Like Indiana Jones, you start Raiders of the Lost Ark with them being like, Oh my God, they're looking for something from, from biblical times. And it ends with, with magic and i'm like cool you set it up and you earned that one moment just out of curiosity that's the one where like if he wasn't in the movie it would have changed nothing right right yeah okay (laughs) just pointing that out at least nathan drake changes something Just saying. Hey. Defending my man. <laughs> no. And so uh, I will start with being like, please don't be defensive. I don't I don't want you like Nathan Drake is a big boy. He doesn't need anybody defending him. I'm sure shit he does. I'm just He was an orphan. He was an orphan. He was raised by a con man. He needs a lot of defense. <laughs> right, get that that man needs an adult that's not Sully. <laughs> oh god. Yeah. So I. So yeah. I don't so give a fuck if he was played by Tom Holland. Right. Oh my god. I listened to this movie podcast, and there, when they're they talked about the Uncharted movie, mm-hmm. and when they're when they are talking about Tom Holland, it's really not nice, but it's really funny because they're like, <laughs> "Hello, Mister Stark. How are you?" Is like how they like is, I- imitate him. Oh my god, it's so funny when you know because they're talking about how like 
you know, Tom Holland is, he's really got to get away from that Spider-Man image. And he's trying to get himself a little like grown up and mature. He did a couple of other like more mature movies. Mm -hmm. They didn't really work out very well for him. Not yet. But in the Uncharted movie, you know, it's like a, a ton of that time he's running around with a backpack on and they're like, dude, stop being Peter Parker and be fucking Nathan Drake. <laughs> and like, he still has to be like, ah, oh, please, Sally, you gotta help me. I want to point out though, in most of the game, you run around with a backpack on. <laughs> Just saying, there's a lot of backpack. There's a lot. There's a lot. <clears throat> but, like, okay. I, clearly, I loved the game. You hated the game. I have taste. You have weird taste. Oh, stop. Well, Because here's the other thing. Because uh, here, here's the last thing I'm going to say, right? These came out on the PS3. At the time I was poor. Uh, they did. They yes, did. At the did, time I did. was poor, I could only afford one, and I own, I had the Xbox 360. So there, there is a little bit of that. And I don't want to say, like, console wars or... Because con yeah. like, I, don't, I don't think Xbox is better than PlayStation. I just prefer the Xbox to the PlayStation. I prefer the PlayStation. Which is totally fine to each their own, yeah. right? I, and that's totally cool with me. But I think that's partly it is that because I didn't get in on the ground you floor. Know, and that's what I was trying to get at. Maybe if you would have played them. When I was younger. Back when it released, mm -hmm. there would be a different factor. Because we've talked about it before, right? right. Like, you go play Galica now. Yeah. You're kind of like, oh, this is fun nostalgia, right? But if you've never played Galica before right. and you play Galica now, you're like, Holy fuck, how did people live? The story is stupid. There is no story. There is no story. <laughs> like, but you get what I'm saying? Like, yes. like there there's that difference. Mm -hmm. Like, I I played so like I like PlayStation. I've always liked PlayStation. Mm -hmm. Um, because I've always been a big fan of JRPGs and right. what's basically the home of JRPGs. Hello, right? PlayStation. Yeah. It, it was Nintendo for a second. And and then PlayStation Sony came out and was like, let us present the PlayStation. <laughs> and all of Japan was like, oh, better graphics than Nintendo. Yeah, yeah. And then they just kind of took that market. Mm -hmm. and, and they've held it. So, mm -hmm. like, I've, I've always been a fan. And then there was the, like, we did have the console wars back then. Mm -hmm. And it was who had better exclusives. Yeah. Right? And I always preferred... The PlayStation exclusives because mm -hmm. I'm not a big um, run and gun right. fan. And you had Halo, mm -hmm. Gears of War, um, Halo. <laughs> like, really, really that's, that's all Xbox had. <laughs> Where, like, you know, we had God of War, Uncharted, Spyro, like a whole bunch of shit. Mm -hmm. And, and like, I just preferred those type of games over Xbox. So I went with the PlayStation. Right. And that, that's what I was saying. Like, I played it when it released, and I was like, holy shit, these are, like, brand new things. You know, the QuickTime events that you have in it. Not the greatest QuickTime events, but considering that they were just starting out and that wasn't a common thing. Like, I remember going, oh, we're, we're, we're going into a cutscene, put down my controller, pick up my taco so I can finish <laughs> eating my taco, and then going, oh, shit, like dropping my taco to grab my controller to do this. And I'm like, what the fuck was that? Yeah. You know, because, like, that wasn't something common. Right. And then I never got to eat a taco throughout the rest of the games. Right. Because. You never know when you, you need to pick up the controller. You never know when you're going to have to do a quick time event. And, like, that was part of it. But I also enjoyed the storyline of it. I liked I liked the the the, the con artistry type mm. deal and we'll get more into that but like it, that's what i've always wondered was if 
if you would have played it in 2007, how different would it be from your review now? Because now we have a bunch of other shit to compare it to. Mm -hmm. Things with, let's be honest, really, really fucking good storylines. You know, similar games that that, that have built that depth in and you understand all of that. Like, I I don't... God, when did the Tomb Raider, the the remakes of the Mm. Tomb Raider, they came out way later than this one. Uh, Yeah. And and it like... Because what? Uh, So the first one... um, uh, November of 2007. November November and December of 2007, basically, is when this one came out. Yeah. And then the Tomb Raider. I was like, the the Tomb Raider didn't come out at the same time as this. Oh, no. Dang it. That was the film. Which was all right. Uh, Yeah. I mean, I, I definitely liked it better than those other ones. You know she's going to have people come kill you now. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but, like, I, I, I'm i just, I like. 2000, 2013. Yeah, so that's a five-year difference. Mm-hmm. A lot changes in five years, especially yeah. in the gaming world. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So not only are the graphics better in that Tomb Raider game, but the storyline is a lot more intense. Mm-hmm. What does time have to do with telling a story, though? Why couldn't they have We had just learn. Uh, we learn better. Because, like, we know both in video game, mm. right? Like, me playing Super Mario Bros. 3. Whoa. Right? Yeah. Is nothing like playing Super Mario Odyssey. Mm-hmm. Because time <laughs> has allowed us to build better technology, which then allows us to tell a better story because we can portray it better. Mm-hmm. Right? So back in 2007, not having the same technology as in 2013, story story can change because you're limited by what you're able to do in the game. Okay. I think it's grasping. The look at your face tells me you're like, you're so full of shit right now, Caleb. Holy fuck. This room smells like cow dung. Like, no, you, I, I, you, I don't think it's grasping. I think it's a true point. You make a valid point. I still just am like... Because we can even tell in the in the Uncharted game, mm-hmm. the the quality of the story right. does get better as the games go on, mm-hmm. because they're able to do more things. Like, and I'm I'm not saying like maybe they just didn't have the best writers, or maybe they thought this was a really good game, right? And, and each to their own. Like as I said, I liked the storyline. Yes, you did not. I I liked the storyline before the second, third, fourth, you know, twentieth <laughs> game came out in this series, mm-hmm. but like. That, that was my my thing. And I felt that continuation as time went on with it. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. So, like, <clears throat> I I just, I don't know. Maybe, maybe that that is a bigger factor to be considered in, in the, the plane of this. You know? But there's also nostalgia, right? Like, I remember sitting in my barracks room playing this game. These were very key moments in my life, like being able like those kind of memories play into a huge nostalgia factor in this, which makes me potentially love the game a little bit more. Mm -hmm. There's a lot of factors to consider with that. Chris is wrong. Caleb is right. These games are amazing. Whoever recommended them was great. But with that, shall we jump into the storyline? Yes. So here comes your actual spoiler warning. Boop, ba doo doo Hey guys, just want to give you a heads up. From here on out, there's a ton of spoilers. Listen at your discretion. Your mom. 
shave and a haircut, your mom. <clears throat> oh, God. Oh, God. If I did that to my mom, she'd be pissed. If you shaved and gave your mom a haircut? Yeah. Probably. Especially yeah. if you shaved her mustache. God. She doesn't know it's there. I know. It's the That's worst. That's the worst. Do you know why Italian men grow mustaches? So that it covers up Italian women's mustaches? No, oh. so they can look like their moms. That's terrible. I know. <laughs> And I can only tell that joke because my mom is no longer on this earth. But I'm sure I will feel it tonight when she freaking gives me a cramp in my sleep. Probably. Alrighty. Suck so- on these nuts. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. So our game begins with treasure hunter Nathan Nate Drake, accompanied by a reporter, Elena Fisher, recovering a coffin. Hottest goddamn reporter. Yeah, she's all right. Okay, you're right. Vicky Vale's there. Yeah, I was going to say. Vicky can Basinger is Vicky Vale? <laughs> <laughs> Um, recovering a coffin of his self-proclaimed ancestor, Sir Francis Drake, having located it from coordinates inscribed on a family heirloom, a ring that Nate wears around his neck. The coffin contains Sir Francis, Sir Francis's diary and gives a location of El Dorado for the lost city of gold. At that point, pirates attacked, destroying the boat, and Nathan's friend and mentor, Victor Sully Sullivan, rescues the two in a seaplane. Fearing that Elena's reporting reporting will attract uh, potential rivals, Nate and Sully abandon her at the dock. Great guys. That was the first bit where I was like, this guy's a douche. <laughs> he was trying to protect her life. No, no, <laughs> no. It was, hey, if we have this chick, we're going to get more people interested in our treasure. Yep. A hundred percent. They're treasure hunters. Douche. They're greedy assholes. Douche. You're... You're a fucking treasure. You like pirates. Yes. So are pirates douches? Yes, they were. Well, then, like him, he's a pirate. <laughs> he's not a pirate. He's a treasure hunter. What's the difference? Uh, easy. The tre- A treasure hunter is somebody in modern day looking for old treasures. Okay. Back in the day, pirates were people who decided not to follow along with the government because they didn't like the restrictions that were being imposed. So they went against the natural law that was being imposed by uh-huh. England and Spain uh-huh. and the French and decided to become privateers uh-huh. and... I'm not saying that they were perfect because they were they were horrible people who did horrible things. Not. But I I think the idea of being a pirate, like like being on a boat surrounded by crew members uh-huh. and going out and you know hunting treasure, hunting out treasure. <laughs> it was a different time. <laughs> I just wanted to see if I could get you to say pirates and hunting treasure, and I did. Yes, I win. They were different types of treasure hunters. But they were indeed treasure hunters. Both douchebags. Both did great things. All right. You know what? Yes, you're right. The difference is is that in a video game, the last pirate video game that I played, the main protagonist was like, we're not going to attack civilians. We're only going to attack military targets. They tried to twist it up a little bit so at least the character would be likable. What was that? Black Flag? Yeah. Yeah. Because <laughs> Skull and Bones isn't out yet still. Oh, God. I'm I so... I can't wait. I know, I know. Um, okay, so after that, Nathan and Sully discover an alcove that once held a large statue after following the diary to the indicated spot, realizing that El Dorado is not a city, but rather a golden idol. They then find a Nazi U-boat, which contains a page from Drake's diary showing the statue was taken in was taken to an island. Can I say, how the fuck did a Nazi U-boat end up on a cliff? Um, one of the many reasons of why I'm like, I don't understand. The only thing I can think of is that back then it was more flooded and then they ran aground. 
I thought maybe something like a tsunami or a tidal wave or something like that. Maybe. But it always it always baffled me because I was yeah. like, man, this boat is really high up there. Yep. Oh, no. Wait, hold on. No, I, I, I just remembered it. They read the story. And they were like, Dad, we have to have a Nazi U-boat here because we have to have Nazi U-boats because we're being exactly like Indiana Jones. No, not exactly. <laughs> not exactly because Indiana Jones took place during the Nazi regime. This does not. Right, but they want to be like Indiana Jones, so they want to throw in Nazis. Okay, fair enough. <laughs> well, any good story has Nazis. Uh, no, lots and lots and lots of horrible stories have Nazis. <laughs> I was like, I don't think there's a good story with Nazis in it. Uh, Schindler's List. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> well, and Indiana Jones. <laughs> oh, no. Okay. Uh. Uh, however, mercenaries led by criminal Gabriel Roman, to whom Sully owes a substantial debt, and his lieutenant, uh, I'm not even going to try to say his first name because it's A-T-O-Q. Atok. Atok? Atok. Okay. I'd say Atok. Atok Navarro. Navarro. Uh, intercept Nate and Sully. Sully is shot in the chest and collapses, but Nate manages to escape, encounters Elena, and flies with her to the island. And we all know at that point Sully's not dead. Because I was like, I know Sully's not dead. Yes, of course. Even in, if I... In the second and third and fourth game. Well, and even if I had played it back then, I wonder if I would have believed that he was dead. No. I don't think I would have. No, you can to totally tell it's a... Um... Red herring. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, on the way, anti-aircraft fire forces Elena and Nate to bail out, and they end up being separated. After retrieving supplies from the wrecked seaplane, Nate heads toward an old fort to find Elena. After Nate is briefly captured by pirates led by his old associate, Eddie Raja, Elena breaks him free Raja. and they flee to the island's old customs house. After finding records showing the statue was moved further inland to the monastery, they find that Sully is somehow alive, not, <gasps> not somehow, <laughs> alive and accompanying Roman and Navarro. Nate and Elena find and rescue Sully, who, having survived due to Drake's diary blocking the bullet, explains he was buying time uh, for Nate by misleading Roman. Searching through a mausoleum, Nate overhears an argument between Roman, Navarro, and Eddie, revealing that Roman hired Eddie to capture Nate and secure the island, with the reward being a share of El Dorado. El Dorado. <laughs> Which only makes me want to watch the movie. Good movie. It is a very good movie. I, 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 I really like the part where she's giving him a blowjob. <sighs> she's not. She is. She's not. Oh, you know she is. No. No. Oh, yeah, she is. Watch it again, folks. You'll see it. She totally is. I, I was going to say, of all of the, the live action movies that we could be making from cartoons right now, a Road to El Dorado one, I might not hate. I don't think I'd like it. Uh, only if they include the blowjob scene. I was going to say, only if they include <laughs> the little roly poly thing. Oh, my God. Armadillo. Armadillo. <laughs> roly poly thing. I couldn't remember if it was an actual armadillo or not. I, I believe it is. Okay. They play ball with it. Uh, following Nate's escape, Roman doubts Eddie's ability and ignores his claims that something cursed on the island is killing his men, leading him to dismiss Eddie and his crew. Regrouping, Nate and Elena find a passage leading to a treasure vault in which they find the body of Drake, assuming that he died searching for the treasure. They encounter a terrified Eddie and a crew member shortly before they are attacked by mutated humans, or as I screamed out in my living room, what the fuck are chuds doing here? Chuds, cannibalistic humanoid underground dwellers is an old movie from like the 80s. 
Okay. Yeah. They encounter Tara shortly before they attack by mutants who kill the crew, who kill the crew member. Despite Nathan's efforts, Eddie is also killed by being dragged by one of them into a pit. Yeah. And that was the point that I was like, you didn't earn this. All of a sudden there's weird mutants. Like you didn't earn this. You didn't set this up. You just all of a sudden were like, and mutants go like, I don't, I'm sorry. No, I feel like that's how real life goes. Uh, oh yeah. Just the other day I was walking down the street and all of a sudden, holy shit, fucking chud. It's not how that works. I don't know what a chud is. Uh, <laughs> I'm sure. Let me I'm put sure it. Sure. Most of our listeners won't either. Let but, me put it this way. Right. Uh, I do know that the other day I encountered. <laughs> you encountered a mutant. I encountered a teenage mutant. <laughs> Ninja turtle in my living room. <laughs> he was cute. He was adorable, and he ninja chopped my dick. They're babies. <laughs> God, that's the best line from that first or from that second one, Secret of the Use, uh-huh. after he creates Tokrid and Razor. Uh-huh. And Shredder's like, babies! <laughs> babies! babies! <laughs> and I'm like, you were a samurai from Japan, and now you're a petty criminal stealing cigarettes. Like, how does anybody oh, yeah. work for you? How does anybody work for you? You're insane. So fucking he's fighting turtles. I, uh, that's the other thing is that he's like, hey, I'm going to like, you know, I'm going to create a place where there's arcade games and kids can skate for free as long as they steal TV stereos and cigarettes. Meanwhile, I'm fighting mutants. And it's like, uh, what? Like nobody's nobody's got a problem with that. Because at the end of the day, you get to dance with vanilla ice. To also quote that movie, oh, stupid. But I love it. I mean, I love it. I will always watch The Secret of the Use. It's fucking great. It's, it's but it's great. terrible. I mean, like, it's... But what I was getting at... Yes. ...was... I feel... Because, you know, our therapist told us to use feelings. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> uh, that... It doesn't, like... What you have this secret secret city that you're you're trying to uncover in a very hidden place that's lost to the rest of the world. Mm-hmm. What what kind of setup are you talking about here? Like you're 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 wanting documents to say, oh hey, this is mysterious and people are dying. I like yes, I no actually yes, I would have liked something either in the diary or something something that they found before they showed up. Not just a quick little you see him kind of scamper, but like an actual thing of somebody being like, holy fucking shit, there are monsters down here that are keeping us from the treasure. And have it be like a, oh. Y- well, what I'm saying is, if there's monsters, how did they, like, who would have documented the lone survivor? Isn't that a little cliche? At least it would have earned it. Like, you can't. I feel like it earned it. I- We're going after El Dorado. The title alone <laughs> earns it. Like that would be that would be like saying we're going to go look for the lost city of Atlantis, which is a theoretical thing. Right. And without any anything, anything, no documentation, no pre-warning, you get to Atlantis and then a fucking mermaid shows up and you could be pissed. No, no, because mermaids, mermaids have a history. There's there is documentation. It may be currently right. So do zombie people. (laughs) But not in this game. Nowhere in this game do they prep you for mutants, underground mutants. They never tell you about it. That's my problem. In the second one, there's a very similar thing. You know what I'm talking about, right? No, you're going to have to refresh me a little. Okay. So there's there's a similar thing where as you are approaching the main thing, you like come across a thing that kind of seems supernatural. Yes. And then you get an explanation like right after that. Okay. Right. In this, 
it's like, hello. <laughs> like, there's just no setup. It's just all of a sudden monsters. And I'm like, no. We've not, there's cannibalistic the monster people that have lived on this island Chuds. for centuries. Chuds. Nobody knows Chuds. <laughs> there is there is at least somebody out there being like, oh, yeah, I remember that movie. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It was really Chuds. It, was, yeah, it had realistic graphics. <laughs> totally. Claymation was the best. They made a couple of them. <laughs> um, but like, I'm pretty sure because I'm pretty sure there's a Chuds too, Electric Boogaloo. Anyway, continue. Oh God, there's a bad part of me that actually wants to watch. That. Oh no, I bet they're terrible. <laughs> it's the kind of thing where I'm like, oh man, if I like, I I, I want to watch some bad trashy movies. Yeah, but like, I'm I'm, I'm just saying. Yes. I, I I think that there's certain things mm-hmm. that innately you can conclude supernatural activities from them. Like, mm-hmm. if I say, hey, look, here's this old mansion by a millionaire. Most people are going to be like, that bitch is haunted. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm just saying, like, that dude killed himself. No, he didn't. He died peacefully. He's buried in the backyard. He's fucking haunting that place. Yeah, but do you know what's not in there? Mermaids, because mermaids aren't real. <laughs> Neither are chuds. But at least mermaids have a history and we are aware. But if, if we were to see a mermaid, we would be like, holy shit. What, what I think of, mm-hmm. what I think of is um, the mummy too. Okay. Right. Right. Like that's what they remind me of. There was no setup to those little fucking indigenous monsters. Uh, oh, you mean, you mean the horribly inappropriate pygmy people? Yes. That was, that was a, that was a choice. That was a choice. Mm-hmm. And let me tell you, it was my favorite choice. Those people were amazing. The one that little hops on the head is fucking drowning them. He was great. But there was no setup. But it was still amazing because you knew you were going to a place right. that but, was right. potentially right. So, supernatural. So before you get to that point, what all happens before that? Isn't there, oh yeah, a whole I, movie where a guy comes back to life I as a mummy and has superpowers? <laughs> Mummies crawling on walls through the goddamn streets of London? They set that shit up. There's nothing, there's nothing in this game prior to the underground monsters showing up to make you think maybe there are underground monsters in the world. I think you missed a diary page. The one that said there's underground monsters. <laughs> In like red crayon. It's just like, careful monsters beware. <laughs> Don't dead open inside. Uh, a little squeaky line off the page. <laughs> That's where he died. <laughs> okay. Anyway. So we. So. I, okay. So it has one. One. Loophole. <laughs> but. I still think it was amazing. It was it was a fun part of the game. It's like fine. you're fighting zombie chuds. <sighs> okay. So Nate and Elena escape and find themselves in an abandoned German bunker. Vent- venturing into the base, Nate discovers that the Germans had sought the statue during World War II. But like the Spaniards before them, became cursed by the statue, causing them to become the mutants. That that I was okay. Sir Francis, knowing of the statue's power, attempted to keep it on the island by destroying the ships and flooding the city before he, too, was killed by the Moutons. Nate- so he couldn't leave any documentation. Right, right, right. See? Yeah. No, See? No, no, they wrapped on. it up. Oh, hold on. 
knowing of the statue's power and attempted attempting to keep it on the island he destroyed the ships and flooded the city and he couldn't have taken two seconds to be like monsters beware no he was flooding the, you flood an island tell me how easy that is <laughs> you're telling me he didn't have five minutes to be like you know i left all these clues out in the world and if people are gonna come all i got left to do is pull this lever and then i can jot down a quick note before these zombies yeah. oh no oh no monsters oh, <laughs> They hit my arm. Stupid. It's stupid. It's stupid. The more I talk about it, the more stupid it is. <laughs> I think it's great. It is. It. I will admit. It, I mean, it's 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 stupid. Can't be fun. It uh, is absolutely. It's still stupid. I like. I'm focusing on the stupid. You're focusing on the campy. I'm focusing on the fun. Yeah. Okay. So it was fun. You guys at home can focus on the campiness. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, okay, so Nate returns to find Elena has been captured by Roman and Navarro, regrouping with Sully. He I thought Roman was dead. I thought he got eaten. No, Eddie got eaten by the monster. Oh, monsters. Eddie got oh, Poor Eddie. Poor Eddie. Navarro, aware of the curse, tricks Roman into opening the statue, revealing it to be a sarcophagus containing a mummy infected with an airborne mutagenic virus. Hug. Upon Roman... Hug. Hug. <laughs> Upon Roman turning into one of the mutants... And that's the other thing. Stop calling it a fucking mutant. It's not a mutant. It's just a, it's a, it's a sick person. <laughs> Did he mutate? Uh, well, yes. Then, whatever. Whatever. Then it would be a whatever. mutant. Navarro kills him and takes control of his men. Berating Nate's group for not being imaginative, he plans to sell the virus as a biological weapon. See, that line right there. They what? berate, in the game, they berate themselves for not being imaginative. <laughs> We couldn't come up with anything else except for mutant zombie virus. Mutant zombie virus. Yeah. Uh, did he play the Well, but Nate jumps onto the sarcophagus and rides it uh, as it's airlifted onto a boat in the bay. He engages and defeats Navarro and manages to sink both the sarcophagus and him to the bottom of the ocean. Sully arrives, and after Nate and Elaine display affection towards each other, which, by the way, towards each other they leave the island with several chests of treasure end brown chicken, of brown game cow. so yeah brown so yeah i had a huge brown problem brown with the zombie brown. stuff the mu the mutant <laughs> stuff i i don't think it was earned and because it comes so late in the game I, it really tainted my feelings towards it and again at the point i was kind of like mediocre on the story because mm -hmm. the other thing is that and i and i and i i, I made sure to pay attention and like be real self-reflective there's not a lot of scenery changes in the game, but it's because of the limitation of the time. So I'm not going to hold it against it too much. But I felt like I was like, we're just in fucking jungle. Like, we're just always in fucking jungle. You are on a jungle island. Yes. And I would have liked a little more diversity. But again, I'm like, this is a personal preference and I shouldn't fault it to the game because I should respect the limitations and the storytelling to being relegated to one location that they're stuck on. Yeah. I would have liked it. And that's that's a thing that they fix in later games. And I'm totally cool with that. Yeah, they do. Yeah. So like I said, it's a thing. Not I did, a great deal, actually. So it's a thing I don't Sometimes like. too much. Yes. It's a thing I don't like, but I don't hold it against the game. Fair enough. You know, um, what you do hold against the game is chuds. I do absolutely hold the chuds in my arms. Just come here, come here, chuddies. And it's just, what? They suckle on your sweet nipples. First of all, <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm feeling uncomfortable right now. I need an adult. <laughs> I need an adult. Um, but yeah, I, like I said, I, I didn't think that the gunplay was very, was very well done. I will say in the first end, it's clunky. Mm-hmm. 
I think it improves while maintaining that kind of style of gunplay yeah. throughout later renditions. But in the first one, it is clunky. Same with the movement mechanics. Yeah. I think the movement mechanics are a little bit clunky and same with the parkour. But again, all of those Ugh. systems were, um, I, I wouldn't say necessarily new, but still kind of refined. Being being refined. refined. I was going to say, there was a lot of like uh, what somebody claimed like, the leap of like somebody else, I think I don't remember who it was, but anyway, it was like leap of faith jumping off of stuff. There were so many times where I was like, Oh, okay, I'm going to go for that ledge. We go like 90 degrees the wrong way off into an abyss. And I'm like, fuckers. Yeah. Yeah. And that's what I mean. Like there was still a lot of like clunkiness in, in that kind of style that I feel like in later renditions, later, later games, they refine that more. Mm. It, It gets a lot better. Um, like the game's not perfect. No, but overall, I thought it was fun. I would highly recommend it. I always recommend it uh, um, yeah, for those who haven't played it, you know? Yeah. Uh, reception. I mean, yeah, like it's reception is Chris hated it. Everybody else loved it. Well, I, which is 100% why I totally <laughs> I'm like, I will be I will I will be on a zombie infected island all alone being like, I just I don't get it. Yeah, you don't. Yeah. <clears throat> and I didn't like, you know, Elena's like a nothing character. They don't, yeah. they don't give her anything to do. She's like the, she's kind of sort of the damsel in distress. A little bit, you know, a little bit. Um, she, she's like that. Like, <clears throat> so I think her character model in this game is supposed to be that like up and coming reporter. And she's like, okay, I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to do a report on this and this is going to make me, you know, break it big and, and get me in there and everything without fully like knowing what she's necessarily getting into. Mm-hmm. And then like when they leave her on the dock, then her character changes to, okay, now I'm going to fuck these two over. Like, <laughs> like they just, they just tried to fuck me over. There's a story mm-hmm. here. And, what, and, what's the story? Yeah. And like, now they're like, now they're just leaving me high and dry. Mm-hmm. So she's like, trying to finish it because she needs she needs the story mm-hmm. um and she kind of wants to fuck him over I, the love thing like there's some banter between nate and her throughout it but mm-hmm. like the the you know, the big romantic ending yeah. type deal. <clears throat> um and then like yeah like sully Sully's always made to feel like a red herring Mm -hmm. from, from the get go. Like he is just a shady motherfucker. He's like Nate's best friend, but he would double cross Nate in a fucking instant Mm -hmm. or Woody. You don't really know. Yeah. And and it's a weird I don't know. Yeah. And then Nate, Nate's just tired of being poor. (laughs) Like that's honestly what I feel like with Nate. He is just tired of being poor. He was, he, grew up poor he grew up a fucking petty pickpocket like he he just been poor his whole life he met sully sully promised him big dreams and just like any other con man in any other movie game anything like that Mm -hmm. never made it yeah (laughs) you know they're still looking for that next big score yeah um and that was like the basis of the game and and like then they threw in like mutant zombies (laughs) And, like, I, I can personally tell you, I don't know any game that couldn't improve by throwing in mutant zombies. Uh, Left 4 Dead. Uh, they're already in there. Oh, that's right. <laughs> Duh. Last of Us. Oh, wait. Oh, shit. They're in there, too. Witcher. Oh, wait. 
<clears throat> Actually, I don't think there's mutant zombies in Witcher. I, there's probably not zombies, but there's there's horrible, there's, disgusting mutant stuff. There's there's mutants. There's the what are the water things Technically, called? Technically, the Witcher is a mutant. <clears throat> yeah. What are those water things called? Which one? I don't know. The, the things down by the water. Uh, there's a bunch of them. <laughs> Hags? No. Are you talking about like the fish people? The fish people. Oh man, I don't remember what the fish people. It's are supposed called. to be your favorite game. That's I okay. know, but I don't remember what they're called. That's fine. There's a lot. How, how could you possibly know all that? I, there, there's a lot of them. <clears throat> but yeah, that's where I stand. I'd recommend it. Yeah, Chris. Nah, I'm, I'm yeah. No, I mean obviously. I mean I. I've pass. Been, yeah, this whole entire thing. You can pass on it. There, like, unless you find this douchebag attitude that he's got. <clears throat> charming or interesting. I just don't see there's anything here. I get if you grew up with it, you will love it and you can defend it and stand by it. And that's okay. It is okay to I, do that. I can tell you it's really hard to defend. <laughs> <laughs> well, but, but at this point, if you haven't played it and you're looking for an action adventure kind of game, there are, in my opinion, games that do the same exact thing and they do them a lot better. Even back then, like there are plenty of games that do this action adventure genre and they do it a bit better. Um, I just, I just, in the first one, I saw nothing good to glimp, to grab onto. And again, I know that I'm alone in that because I know that these games. I don't, I don't think you're necessarily alone. No, nobody's ever alone in right. these type of opinions. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. But I, I, I think you're in the minority. Yeah. It's all definitely. It's all eight, eight and higher out of 10 or four out of five stars. Like yeah. it is sitting around a solid 80 to 90 percent. Yeah, you wherever know, you look. Wherever, yeah, whoever is talking about it. Um, but yeah, I just, I, I, I don't know. Like, I just. See, and, and like, I, I will disagree with you. I think at the time period, mm -hmm. there wasn't any other good action adventure games. Like this, you know how things like ebb and flow. Yeah. As far as genre grows. I think this started the action adventure genre again. Like it, it was, it was flowing again. This was the start of that flow. Mm -hmm. This was bringing it back. And that's part of what people loved back in 2007. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like that it, there, there wasn't a whole lot like this. Cause I could tell you on first glance, this is not a game I would have played mm. <clears throat> right at release. Yeah. It's not, it's not one that I would have been like, mm. if there was anything else out there, I do not see me going, I'm going to play Uncharted. Yeah. Which makes me believe the fact that I did play it at release, that there wasn't much <laughs> else out there. It wasn't and a launch title, was it? I no. I don't remember. No, I don't think no. so, right? I don't remember when the PS3 came out. Uh, the PS3 came out, uh, I want to say 2005. Yeah. Yeah. Because I remember that like Resistance was a launch title. Mm -hmm. Um. They had that freaking Dragon Rider game. Mm. It didn't do very well, but it was supposed to make use of the new dual shot controller. Oh, yeah. Remember when that was a thing? Hey, remember when motion controls were a thing? That's that. That's what that game yeah. It's fully where you're... I, I was going to go with the tilting motion, <laughs> but... Uh... You suck. I play games where you do this a lot. <laughs> a lot. <laughs> Dude, I was browsing through the PlayStation Store. And I, I don't want to know what this no, is. No, I swear to God, there was this stupid anime game that, game that was like Pretty Pretty Girl Aquarium or something like that. And I was like, oh, my God, this Dude. is just a thing people jerk off to. Dude, oh. there's a lot of them. I know, and it makes me really uncomfortable. I, yeah. I mean, I'm I'm not like a shamer a lot of time, like, but that that is like. You're not shaming. You're just stating that it makes you uncomfortable. Yeah. And that's fine. You can be uncomfortable. Yeah. 
Anyway, I would say play Tomb Raider. You're going to have a better experience overall. I'd say play Uncharted forever. Okay. So there we go. I think that'll do it for us today. Thank you all so much for listening. <laughs> Don't forget, you can go to our Patreon, our Facebook. Uh, you can listen to this on Podbean, wherever you're going to listen to. Don't forget, sign up for those Patreons. That way you get the unedited audio and the unedited video, if it works this time, for those of you. Sorry about last time. Yeah, sorry about that. Yeah, we're, we're, we're getting there. It's a work in progress. We're having technical difficulties, yeah. but we'll... You know, we'll give you what we get. Yeah. Um, and then don't forget, you can always email us. And uh, yeah, all that good stuff, you guys. Thank, Thank you, so, you much so much for listening. Sure, sure, much. And stay tuned. We're going to keep going with this uh, Uncharted <sighs> series. I don't see it getting better, folks. <sighs> I see it getting worse. So thank you guys so much for listening. I'm Chris. I'm Caleb. And until next time, game, game on. on. Thanks for listening to Game On, presented by No Tokens Required. The opinions expressed in this discussion are those of the hosts and may not reflect the opinion of No Tokens Required. No Tokens Required is not affiliated with the electronic entertainment discussed in this podcast. The properties mentioned in this podcast are the intellectual properties of their respective copyright holders and no infringement is intended. Game On is an exclusive podcast of No Tokens Required created in 2020. No part of this podcast may be used in any way without written authorization from No Tokens Required. 